Welcome to Beauty of Colors podcast, hosted by Cleanne Johnson, where the talk is about loving self, the power of I am, and getting out of the box. Also, being yourself and helping others find themselves along their journey in life. She's going to delve into the books featuring these subjects and more. So join Cleanne Johnson as she dives into these life-changing topics. Father God, we just thank you for this day, for this is the day that you have made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it, Father God. We thank you for the rising of the sun and going down of the same, Father God. We ask for forgiveness of our sins that we have committed against you or your people, whether it was in word, action, or deed, Father God. Cleanse us of all unrighteousness that we may be able to come to you blameless before your sight. We thank you for allowing this day, this moment, this, this hour to take place, Father God. I thank you for my beautiful sister, Father God, that you have appointed for this time that we will be able to come together in fellowship and be able to encourage, inspire, and enrich women across the world, Father God. I thank you right now. I bind up the plan of the enemy right now in the mighty name of Jesus, that we will have clear airways, that there will be no interruptions, there will be no delays, Father God. We thank you right now. We loose your Holy Spirit and we say, have your way. Hide us behind the cross, Father God that they will hear only you, Father God, and you will touch their hearts in a mighty way. We give you glory, honor, and praise. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Amen. Amen to that. So welcome to Beauty of Colors podcast, Tara. Amen. It is great to have you on the show. It's a pleasure to have you on the show. It is my honor. I thank you, my beautiful sister. You're very welcome. So tell the listeners a little bit about you. When did you first realize that you were a writer? Um, So a little about me. I am the baby of five. I come from a very small um, village. (laughs) Um, We're the village of Angie, Louisiana, and it has two caution lights. Uh, If you blink, you're going to pass them. Um, very loving family, friends, and um, like I said, as a baby of the family, uh, I always looked up to my sisters, my mom as examples um, growing up. Um, And I believe that for me as a young girl, I've always had a passion to write, whether it was in poetry, journaling, or just, you know, writing some type of script. Um, but when I really learned that it was a passion or a gift that God had given me was when I was able to do it effortlessly and it would touch people and also myself, like, you know, but it was so easy to do. It was effortless. And I knew at that point, this was something that God had placed in me. Um, so I would say probably as a a teenager that I remember just journaling and a word will pop out and I can write a poem about it. So. Okay. That's nice. So when you say as a teenager, like Mm -hmm. around what age, like 12, 13? I would say 13 or 14 that I can remember right off. Um, I probably was writing beforehand, but I don't recall. Mm-hmm. Um, I I loved being outside. I was a tomboy. Um, <laughs> I wanted to be where my brother was, you know, and um, didn't want to stay inside. My sister, she was the one that would do the makeup and her nails. And I'm like, 
I don't want to do that, you know, <laughs> but I wanted to be outside. Um, that was one of the reasons why I wanted to join the Army. Um, I am coming up on 24 years of military service, um, and it was something that I, I always wanted to do was, you know, support and defend my country um, since, I think, elementary, to be honest. Well, thank you for your service. <laughs> thank you for your support. Thank you. So how long did it take you to write this devotional book? And why a women's devotional book? It took a moment. And the reason that I say that, and I know you know this too, my beautiful sister, um, as a writer, it can, it takes a while before the writers like, okay, it's complete. I had written, I did self-publishing on um, my Lipstick Chronicles, um, their short stories, and, um, but you know, the Holy Spirit said, before you write another Lipstick Chronicle, you're going to release this devotional. There, there's an urgency um, with all the things that are going on in the world. Women, I need my, I need my daughters to know that I hear them and that I see them and they're not alone. And so I had to be obedient to the voice of God. Um, I had to get out of my own way though, um, because I was caught up in the quantity of the pages. I wanted it bigger. And God said, you're going to water it down. Um, write what I told you to write. Say what I told you to say. And um, I would say it was probably four to five months um, before I had that peace of mind and got out of my own way to say it's complete. That's powerful. You know, sometimes we just have to be still and just listen to the voice of God. That is Absolutely. powerful. So what was, your, what was your schedule like in writing? I know you said it took a while, but what was the schedule like? <laughs> so I do shorthand. Mm -hmm. um, give me a pen and a pad of paper and I'm flowing. Um, so any opportunity that I get, I'm writing. Mm -hmm. um, and I wouldn't write until God gave me something to write. And... Um, Thank, I'm so thankful to God that I have a supporting husband who um, those days where I'd be in my woman cave and I have the door closed, he's downstairs preparing a dinner and all of those things um, to support on the dream and the gift that God has placed in me. Uh, but I would say probably I, I got to the point where I would start dedicating three, no more than three hours a day um, are at a span of um, four days out of the week because we're heavily involved in our ministry. Mm -hmm. um, and you have to find that balance. Okay. You have to find a balance. Um, and that was another reason too why um, the devotional is so important because we are faced with so many different things as wives, as sisters, as friends, as mothers. Mm -hmm. And we're going to go through so many emotional or physical pain, um, whether it's in um, broken marriages or relationships, children acting up, career not advancing, all of those things. Um, you know, in my, in, in woman, you are, I even talk about my infertility journey. So, um, I, all of those things that we're faced with, 
we have to know that we're not by ourselves. And we have to be able to stand on the word of God and we have a persistent faith in him. Um, so, you know, in, in encompassing of why you're asking, you know, about why the woman's devotional, um, I feel that we are expected to show up daily. We can't afford to take a knee. You know, if a woman wants to pursue a career, um, she still has to be mother. She still has to be wife, you know, while, you know, and I'm not taking away from my, my, my brothers at all. You know, when they pursue a career, um, there's normally that woman that's there that is going to hold down the fort um, to allow them to focus. Um, and I will say shout out to my brothers who's doing it on their own. Uh, you know, they're making it look good, but I really want to just hone in on, on, my, on my beautiful sisters that um, you're not alone. You know, there's someone else out there that is going through it too. Um, and I, I pray that this encourages, you know, women to know that they're not alone. I guess sometimes um, women do feel that, that they are alone and um, with um, other women encouraging them and having sometimes the same story kind of, you know, makes a difference into those women's lives and tell them that, you know, you can tell your story, you're not alone, you know, and um, drawing them closer to God and letting them know about God. So that's awesome, you know, and um, how, how did your faith grow? What obstacle did you encounter that kind of gave you that strong faith? You know, that is a great question. One of my strongest are um, scriptures that I rely heavily on is Hebrews 11 and 1. Amen. And that is now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the mm -hmm. evidence of things not seen. I am believing God for some things. I've been believing God for some things. Mm -hmm. And I can't rely on my yesterday faith to get me to it. It says now faith. That's why it has to be persistent. It has to be a continuous faith in God. So through, I will share this. Um, I, in my previous marriage, I never, we never got pregnant. And I got to a point where I was like, well, maybe I'm just barren. Um, we divorced. Uh, my husband and I, my current husband and I, we um, have known each other since 2007. We met in Iraq. Mm -hmm. And um, within a few months of us being married, we conceived naturally. And yeah, and um, maybe around week eight mm -hmm. of the pregnancy, um, we lost the heartbeat. Oh. And um, it was early on, right? And I said, God, your word says that in everything, give thanks and to praise you. I said, help me to understand how, not why, but how to praise you when the very thing that I've been asking and believing you for, I'm, I'm losing. And he allowed me to see in that moment that I didn't have internal bleeding that I wasn't losing my reproductive organs, that I wasn't in the emergency room fighting for my life, mm -hmm. that I was able to miscarry on my own accord. 
you know, in that moment. And instantly I went into a praise because he showed me that even though you're going through this circumstance, it could be worse. So I had no other choice but to praise him. And I said, Satan, you still defeated. You didn't win anything because here it is a woman who thought for years, over 30 years, Mm -hmm. that she could not get pregnant. And within a few months, Mm -hmm. I conceived naturally. That was God's way of showing me it is a, he's able to do it. So that was how my faith grew. I, I made a decision regardless of whatever my faith is in you because your word can't lie. Mm -hmm. If you said it, it will, it will conquer what it set out to do. So, um, that is how my faith, one of the ways that my faith is where it is in God. Sometimes things happen in our life um, for a reason. I, I strongly believe that. And I strongly believe that sometimes we only look at the bad part. We don't look at, you know, if something, the Lord is taking us through a journey. And sometimes that journey he's taken us just to build our character, to build us mm-hmm. up. Sometimes that's how we know who we truly are. By the the trials that we've been through, you know, we kind of know, oh, I didn't know I was made up like this. I I never knew that. And uh, it's sometimes it surprises us because we were like, I went through this and the Lord took me through this and here here I am right now. So it's, 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 it's powerful. Your testimony is a powerful one. And um, do you have any any kids? Um, I have two bonus daughters. Oh, bonus. Okay. Key money. Yes. Okay, um, nice. As of today, we have experienced um, four miscarriages. I'm sorry to hear However, that. I serve a God that is a living and true God. Amen. And I, I'm not caught up in it. I'm not saying that I don't hurt. I'm not saying that it didn't, I didn't cry. I'm not saying that I didn't be in my feelings. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, the, the guy we serve, he's so merciful. He allows you to be in that moment because you got to experience it. If not, you're putting on a facade and he don't want us to put on a facade. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I lived and I took in that, th- those emotions mm-hmm. allowed, allowed myself to be in them. But then I said, okay, I got to get up because there's still work that I have to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Amen. I'm grateful because each time it reminds me <laughs> that he's able. Mm-hmm. You gotta, you gotta, you you know. Remember, I'm someone who had not seen a positive pregnancy test for years. Mm-hmm. I was 38, so when I see it, that that's rejoice. That is rejoicing news for me, you know? Um, And I said, Lord, continue to use me for your glory. Amen. Amen. You have me like, really? (laughs) So what what ministry are you and your husband in? Like, what ministry do you guys? 
Um, so I'm I'm an ordained minister. Okay. Um, okay. We we um, serve at a non-denominational church mm-hmm. uh, where we focus only about Jesus, you know, and to be able to be, you know, living witnesses of his word and of the power that he has and that, you know, the Holy Spirit that sits and has abided in us. Mm-hmm. Uh, my husband, he's one of the deacons at our church. Nice. Um, we're in sight and sound, mm-hmm. um, praise and worship and wherever, unseen hands, I clean at the church, I do it all. Whatever God that you want me to do, I'm here to serve. Amen. That's good. Okay. Yes. So what was one of the most surprising things um, you learned from this journey when you when you started writing this devotional book? Um, one of the most exciting things I, de- I dedicated Woman You Are to my mother. Oh. And I called her and I said, Mom, I, I want to ask you a question. Um, you are like the inspiration to, you know, the, 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 the chapters in the book. And hearing her go through, and, and it was still a process of healing for her, um, to be able to be willing to share that in spite of her circumstances, she's where she's at in her faith in God. And it's not a cliche, it's not because my grandmother and her grandmother, you know, and this is, you know, you go to church, you go to Bible study, you go to Sunday school. No, it's because of, because you have, it's a choice. God gives us free will. Yeah. Um, so I think for me to see the joy um, in her face and in her voice for her baby girl, that, that was the most highlighted, you know, moment for me. Um, and also, uh, God has allowed me to see an inkling into the, into the future. And I said, Lord, even if it just touched one woman, that know you but is on the brink of giving up on you and they read this book and they get deeper in their faith it's for his glory if it's just one woman amen amen so when you're not writing what I know you're in the army, but when you're not writing, like what are some of the things that you do when you're not, you know, in your little cave, woman cave writing? <laughs> what are the, some of the things that you do, um, you know, like ministry? Well, you, you are doing ministry, but what are some of the things that you um, you do in terms of um, helping others, in terms of helping the youth, in terms of um, spreading your message and telling, um, giving people inspiration? That's a great question, my sister. Let me tell you, I am so here for the self-care. Let me tell you, I already have my massage, my cupping, acupuncture already set up for when I get back home. Um, I am so here for the self-care, okay? Because you got to take care of you. You got yeah. to, you know, because we're constantly going as women. Constantly, you got to make time for you. Um, so for me, it is all these self-care. 
I have an abundance of I call it TT baby. Okay. So I'm TT baby. I have so many um, beautiful sisters who have so graciously allowed me to be in their children's lives. And um, I don't take it for granted at all. So I know that, you know, the enemy is busy. Oh yeah. We know that the enemy is busy. However, that, you know, the kingdom of God is Mm -hmm. busy as well. Oh yeah. So, (laughs) you know, there are things that are going to go into these children's ear gates and their eye gates. So it's a choice that I'm going to do everything that I can to allow positivity and life You know, the Bible says life or death are blessings and curses. Mm -hmm. And I'm speaking life and blessings into their lives. Every opportunity that I get. So, um, Mm -hmm. you know, I I get so much more out of giving. My husband and I both do. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm so thankful that he allows us to be great stewards and has helped us to be great stewards so we can bless others but I am so here for the self-care I I can't stress it enough (laughs) that's good (laughs) Does, does devotional and prayer and meditation work does it work absolutely devotional you know breaking that down Mm -hmm. devotional prayer and meditation Mm -hmm. devotion devotional is just you know a book that will help guide you to god Mm -hmm. you know meditation you know is is, you know most churches have their mantras is something that you're going to you know a, a, a scripture that is given to that pastor or overseer that they're able to continue to declare Mm-hmm. So God's God said that we should meditate on his word day and night. Amen. So it's a, again, it's go back to that choice. You're going to speak things, if, if, whether it is positivity or if it's going to be negative things. And God's word is life. So why not meditate on living things about yourself? You know, think on things that are pure. Think on those things that are true. Think on those things that are good, good report. Mm-hmm. Think on those things that are a virtue. So meditating, um, to start your morning off, mm-hmm. even if it is getting up 30 minutes before the kids get up or 30 minutes before you have to start getting ready for work. I promise you, God will restore the time. If you delight yourself in him first, you get up in the morning, you go into your secret place, wherever it's in a closet, in a room, in the vehicle, wherever, mm-hmm. and just spend that time with him. Prayer, that's just communi- communication to God. Amen. It's communication to him. And meditation is where he's talking back to you. He's answering it because mm-hmm. you're, you're silent. You know, um, a lot of people and I don't I don't want to say that, oh, you got to meditate this way. Mm-hmm. You know, it's where, however that the Holy Spirit places on you. Uh, but it's, it's that it's that consistent and persistent and meditating God meditating and praying on God's word. God doesn't answer. The only prayers that God answers mm-hmm. is his own. That's he answers his own. So when we give him back his word, mm-hmm. that's when the angels are dispatched. Because again, you give him his word, he has to perform it. Mm. 
so that meditation, devotion, and, and prayer truly works. But it's it's you know a, a person won't know until they commit to it. Okay. So when you say prayer and you say kind of lock yourself or go to a secret place, mm-hmm. can you pray if you're driving? Um, can you pray if you're washing dishes? Like, is there a particular space that you have to have or can you pay can you pray when there's noise around you oh that's so that's such a great question my sister Mm -hmm. absolutely like even while we're talking now I'm in prayer Mm -hmm. I'm ushering into God saying Lord what is it that you want me to say to your people you can pray while you're in your car you can you can because he's everywhere he's omnipresent He's right there. He, he, the Bible says that he'll never leave you nor forsaken you. So if you're talking and you're praying to God, again, prayer is communication to, to God. So he's right there with you. He hear you. You don't gotta, you don't gotta, we, we can't um, put God in a box and say, okay, I can only do it at the house and in my secret room. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> like, come on. Cause I'm, I'm walking into places like, Lord, I'm expecting favor because I'm your daughter. And I know that I'm co-heir to the throne, so I know I'm about to walk in. I I have expectancy of favor upon my life. Amen. (laughs) I know you're about to do some things, you know? You know, and he do, he show out. There's sometimes he's like, girl, sit down. (laughs) But but yes, Mm -hmm. great question, my sister. So so what's next for you? Oh. Whatever God says, um, you know, I, I, I want to get back to my lipstick chronicles okay. and stuff. Cause I, you know, as an active Christian, you know, um, you know, the enemy was like, nobody want to hear about that. And I'm like, God gave me this gift. Like, I'm not going to be ashamed of the gift God gives me. And if someone has, you know, whatever to say, like the, they got to examine themselves, you know? Um, but, um, I, whatever that will be in the realms of writing, Mm -hmm. I do want to, um, write Christian children books for all facets, all, Mm -hmm. um, ethnicities. Mm -hmm. Uh, and the reason for mainly for, um, dedicating and writing specifically, not dedicating, but writing specifically, for uh, women of color, mm-hmm. uh, what women you are, it wasn't to um, ostracize all women because it can bless all women. It can bless men too. Mm-hmm. However, when I was growing up and I would go in our library or I would go and look for a book mm-hmm. at the store, Walmart or wherever else that books were sold, I couldn't find any that related to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm just I'm just changing the narrative. I want to be able to show especially women, you know, from 35, 45 or, you know, mm-hmm. specifically in that age that hey, you know, as a black woman, I love you. I love you. There's nothing that um, I'm inferior of from you. We can shine together and we we're going to go through this Whatever this trial and tribulation is, we're going to go through it together and we're going to be stronger together. Amen. So um, the thing that I would like to do, again, that's what I desire is uh, Christian children books. But I'm like, Lord, I'm available to you. 
I'm available to him. Mm-hmm. It's a yes and amen because I don't want to do anything mm-hmm. that he didn't call me to do. That is powerful. Yeah. Sometimes people, you know, sometimes the Lord speak to you through your thoughts. And, um, you know, some people kind of waiting to hear like a voice, you know, and not like the thought that you're sometimes thinking is the Lord kind of, you know, speaking to you through your thoughts. And um, I think what happened is that people would ignore that, you know, that small thought voice in the, in the head and they would actually wait for that big voice, you know, oh, the Lord says to do, you know, for, mm. like a voice like this and not yeah. actually acting upon <laughs> what the Lord has put in there. And that's the thought he has given to them. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and you know what? That is, you know, a, a form of put, of us putting God in a box. Like, okay, Lord, like, okay, you gotta be like the thunderous thing. Yeah. You gotta come. Like, he's like, look, you know, it's the story that, you know, where the man, there was a flood, and I'm, you know, I'm paraphrasing. Yeah. And he's, you know, he was on a rooftop mm-hmm. and uh, you know, the boat came and oh, like, I'm no, waiting on the Lord. You know. <laughs> Somebody else came, no, I'm waiting on the Lord. A helicopter came, no, I'm waiting on the Lord. And then when he ended up in heaven, God, why didn't you come? He said, I sent the boat. I sent, you know, so again, like God, he will give people because, mm-hmm. you know, God uses people yeah. and we have to make ourselves available for him to use us, right? For his glory. So when we come and someone comes to you and God had already spoke something to you mm-hmm. and someone comes to you and say something to you, and it's like confirmation. Might wanna might wanna hone in on it. One of the things that I also um, would say is keep a notepad nearby, like by by your side, or you know, we have the note section in our phone and our smartphones. And when God is giving and speaking something into your life, because we all have those gifts, and I'm speaking to those women that are that are going to be hearing this, that when God gives you something, mm-hmm. don't be like, oh, okay, I remember it. No, write it down. God works with numbers, so write down that date and time that something is given to you. And whenever, like if there's, if you're praying like, Lord, is this you? Because God will open the door. He don't have to open doors. The Bible says he sets before you an open door that no man can close. So there may be a delay, but he's, can't nobody close that door that God has for you. That is why I don't understand why women get threatened by another woman. What is for you is for you. Yeah. Yeah. That's your open door. Mm -hmm. Yeah, God also shut doors. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) But look for that confirmation. Like, Lord, I need confirmation. Like, uh, you know, the way he deal with me, he got to, he got to write it down. He got to make it play. He got to do it all for me because sometimes I'm hard headed. It's like that daughter of mine, she don't get it. She don't get it. So So where can the listeners and viewers get a copy of your book? Oh, man. When I tell you, I'm so humbled. Um, Barnes and Noble is on Barnes and Noble online. It's on Amazon. I'm so excited that mm-hmm. um, we ranked 
um, and we hit the best-selling author list, oh. uh, the listing in three categories with the yes. Amazon. Uh, thank you to <laughs> God be the glory. I was like, you know, and I'm going to share this with you real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, when the launch took place, I said, Lord, okay, it's in your hands now. And the Holy Spirit said, it's been in my hands. I was like, you know, you're absolutely right in your hands um the next day was when i found out that we um made the best selling um bestsellers uh, list and um you know somebody asked me they were like well how many books do you have to sell to rank and i said i didn't i didn't that i wasn't concerned about that um that that wasn't my focus mm-hmm. you know because i was like lord you gave me this gift you told me what to put in this book mm-hmm. and it this is for your glory mm-hmm. and if it is supposed to be at this ranking mm-hmm. it's for your glory um and that was because i refused to allow the enemy to take space in my mind um because if i would have looked it up Mm-hmm. And if it would have said, oh, you have to sell 500 books, mm-hmm. the enemy would have tried to say, oh, well, you're only going to get 400. You're only going to get 499 mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be. And he would have taken up space in my mind mm-hmm. for that whole evening until I saw that email. And I'm like, no, I refuse to give him any real estate yep. in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I'm like, Lord, I trust you. Yeah. Positivity. I trust you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I got other things to think about. I got other things to do, you know, but if we allow that's, you know, that that's why it's so important that, you know, if it's something that God has given to you and you have been obedient to what he has said, the anointing is in the instructions. So when we follow on God's word and his instructions and we give it to him, leave it there yeah. don't go back and say well I'm, I'm gonna take this small little piece god i hope you don't mind i'm gonna take this you know no yeah leave it there with him praise him in advance mm-hmm. and go on about your business to, the, to whatever else that he has for you That's you know true. um it's so important for us to do that yeah. but um i don't want to be like oh i i haven't given something to god and went back and be like okay god let me go in and take this real quick from you um i've done that but mm-hmm. it's it, it, it it's not worth it you know so but it's yeah, yeah. that's that's because sometimes what happens is that whatever we ask God for and um sometimes he he puts us in a waiting room mm. he wants us to work on our character first before he can bless us it's not he doesn't want to bless us with what we ask but we're not in that we're not in that space yet so he's working on us first and then he blesses us with what we ask. And sometimes we forget what we ask him for. <laughs> that part. Because <laughs> we've been asking him yes. for so long and he never did it. And then we, we, we're, we're in that waiting room and we're transformed and we're ready for it. And we're like, oh, did I ask you for this? Yes. <laughs> 
and, he, and for me, he's like, you don't even remember asking for this, do you? You know, um, but you know, it's so, it, you know, and we, like I said, we serve such a merciful God who, you know, extends his grace and, you know, his mercies are renewed every day for us. Um, Cause I remember I was specific, you know, on a lot of things, especially like when, you know, after being with my ex-husband for almost 17 years and I'm like, you know, these are the things that, you know, you have to have your standard and, you know, we have to be as women, we have to be comfortable and okay with our standards and not be willing to lower them for nobody. You know, um, we have those standards for a reason. Mm -hmm. And I promise you, like, uh, it was almost 17 years. And I'm like, I don't want to start over and all these other things, you know, Um, not getting any younger, but praise (laughs) be to God. Like, you know, you couldn't even tell that I'm almost 44 years old. You look Um, good. You look good. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) That's the favor. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but, um, you know, when I tell you that God, he said, I will restore the years that the locusts have eaten or the canker worms have destroyed. He will do it. He did it for me. Amen. And I know he'll do it for, for the next person. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, immediately as my husband and I was dating mm-hmm. and he was like, just doing things, different things, whether it was, hey, you know, here's this, and here's that. And I'm like, that's weird. Why are you doing that? And God is like, you don't remember that you asked for this, you know? And it was like, oh, okay, well, amen. Thank you, Lord, you know? Um, but we, we, we do forget. We forget and stuff. And that's, and that's actually, that's kind of good because that means we have cast it to him. We forgot about it because we know that, hey, Lord, you got it. Yeah. If we're thinking about it, that means we're still holding on to it. So true. <laughs> yeah. So what, were, what words of encouragement would you like to, to live with the audience about God and faith? You know, Romans 8 and 18 mm-hmm. says that, for I reckon that the sufferings of this present time is not worthy to be compared to the glory that shall be revealed in us we are going to be faced with suffering. Oh, yeah. Even Jesus said, you know, um, in this world, you're going to be faced with tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world, you know, and that's so exciting to me to know. He he warned us that we're going to be faced with tribulation. He didn't say we're not. Mm -hmm. So tribulation is going to come. Stress, strain, and struggles are going to come. However, we have the word of God that we can stand on and be inspired and motivated and encouraged and strengthened, you know, is there. We just have to find it. We have to find it. The only way you can find it is if you dive into it, mm-hmm. dive into his word, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and get around women that are like-minded. Don't get around a woman that's going to withdraw from you and not be willing to make deposits into your life. Because withdrawals is just like a bank account. Like we got to have withdrawals because we have things that we're going to, but if you're not making enough deposits to prevent your account from going into the negative, Mm -hmm. it's time to 
examine yourself and those that are around you. Get around women that are going to uplift you and strengthen you and hold you down while you go through whatever that trial and tribulation is. If you ain't, if you don't have a woman that can stand by you, I'll be that woman. Like my information is out there. Like, cause again, it's for God's glory. Mm -hmm. I'll be that woman. I'll be that cheerleader. I'll be that prayer warrior right there with you because there's truly power in prayer. Yeah. So, um, and, and celebrate, celebrate your achievements, big or small. Don't expect to be able to do it all in one day. No, celebrate your achievements and extend yourself grace. We are so willing to forgive others and, you know, extend grace to others, but we're so hard on ourselves. Mm -hmm. But it's okay to extend grace to yourself because you are worthy of it. You are loved, you are mighty, you are powerful, you are a child of God, and you are beautiful. You're beautiful in so many ways, and not just the physical. It's, it starts from inside, and we got to make sure that we know what's on the inside of us, mm -hmm. you know? But um, truly, celebrate, celebrate yourself, and get some self-care. I'm here for the self-care. <laughs> Well, all I could say to this is amen and amen and amen. That was such an inspiration, um, Tara. It was great to have you on the show. And um, could you tell the listeners your website address so that they can check you out or your ministry address so that if they need somebody to pray, uh, a prayer warrior, they can send you an email. And um, I'll leave the link in the description. I'll put that in the description so that they can get in contact with you. Amen. What's well, a God be the glory. And um, I appreciate that so very much. And it's not just lip service. Um, you know, we have to be there for one another. And um, the website is divinedreamsofmine.com. Um, so at the bottom of um, that website, you will see the email address there um, and it'll come straight to me, um, the divinedreamsofmine.com. Um, you can even type in woman you are in Google or even my name and it'll pull up that website. Um, but don't feel that you're alone in no way. Um, we don't, I don't have to personally, personally know you to say that I love you. We are all sisters in Christ. Mm -hmm. And um, I want to, I want to see you succeed, you know, um, because again, it's for him. He created us to be able to lean on one another and rely on one another and to get into the kingdom together. Thank you for listening to Beauty of Colors podcast. We hope you enjoyed the program. And for more information, be sure to visit www.youarespecial.info and at penentrance.com forward slash beautyofcolors66. 